Welcome to another episode of Presbyterian and Reformed Texas. Today, our episode is going to be a little different. We don't have a guest. It's just a few minutes with me talking about this podcast, talking about the PCA, talking about the future of this podcast. I want to thank each of you for joining me through five episodes now. This podcast was something that I had thought about for a long time. I should get in podcasting. I love listening to talk radio. Grew up in St. Louis, listened to KMOX sports and plenty of overnight talk radio. I don't know how good I am at it yet. I think I'm getting better each week. But it's a wonderful opportunity talking to men and, and uh, hopefully women in the faith, hearing what God is doing in their lives and the lives of their church. And that's really the heart of this. I want to see more people come to know Presbyterian and Reformed churches in the state of Texas. We're not going to look at you know issues across the country, although things may pop up from time to time. The, the uh, discussion expands beyond our borders. But really, we want to talk to men and women who live in Texas, churches in Texas, and see what God is doing here in this great Lone Star State. You know, we're a population approaching 30 million people, yet there are less than 110 churches in Napark. That's the North American Presbyterian and Reformed Churches. So the PCA, OPC, the ARP, RPCNA, URCNA, and many others. 11 total denominations make up NAPARC. But less than 110 churches in this state for for nearly 30 million people. So odds are many people don't know anything about us. They hear Presbyterian, they're thinking PCUSA. They're thinking the big steeple churches the mainline denominations that preach a gospel that doesn't look anything like historic confessional Christianity. We want to change that. We want to see people come to faith, true faith in our true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We want to see people worship by the book. We want to see their regulative principle embraced, that people would enjoy the freedom they have in Christ to worship him as he has asked us to worship him. We want to hear the gospel boldly proclaimed. We want to see sinners come to salvation. We want to see the lost find Christ. So how did I come to these convictions? It was a multi-year process. Involved a lot of podcasts in and of itself. I listened to a lot of White Horse Inn, Pirate Christian Radio, Ligonier, Darcy Sproul, Al Moeller, John Piper, even some Mark Driscoll, Matt Chandler. But the thing that struck me was the gospel itself and its simplicity as it was preached. There's not a lot we need to do. It's not about us. It's about Christ and what he's done for us. And as we've celebrated the incarnation and his birth at Christmas, and look forward to his coming again. We know that he is truly God, truly man, come for us, God with us, to save sinners. And we rejoice in that. 
want to see more people embrace that. So this podcast, how can you help out? Tell your pastor, tell your elder, tell your deacons, tell your fellow churchmen. If they've got interesting stories, we want to hear them. Programs at your church, mission outreaches, uh, church plants, conferences, all great things that we could talk about and learn from. Love to hear them. Stories of people coming to faith. Share them. Let's hear them. Give praise to our great God and Savior. This podcast would not exist without some wonderful brothers who've encouraged me. So in the beginning of December, as the PCA celebrated its 50th anniversary, I wrote and shared this on my blog. The Presbyterian Church in America celebrates its 50th anniversary today. I've been fortunate to call the PCA home since 2011 and serve as a ruling elder since 2018. The impact this denomination has had on the life of myself and my family cannot be overstated. I'm thankful for my brother Richie Goodrich being a faithful friend of 20 plus years and his prompting that led me to check out Trinity to check out the PCA. I'm thankful for Michael Wickland who counseled me as I brought my family into Trinity. Thankful for the pastors I have today, Jeff Morrow and Jacob Johannan, as they lead and shepherd us. I'm thankful for the brothers who serve on the session with me, along with those in the diaconate. I'm thankful for all the members who call Trinity Presbyterian Church in Plano, Texas, home and freely give of their time, talents, and treasures. I'm thankful for men who are not ordained, men like Andrew Simmons, who got me started serving with the youth at Trinity, and Felipe Duval, who succeeded Andrew. And now Colton Brewer, you three men have poured into the lives of my children, and I thank you. I was glad to serve alongside of you. I'm thankful for the brothers throughout the North Texas Presbytery, including Matt Wood, Mark Trigstead, Brad Denton, Ben Thompson, Brian Heisey, Hamid Hatami, Drew Pressor, and so many more. I'm thankful for RUF, the Coleman's, the Anderson and Triolo families, and everyone else at Westminster Bryan. I'm thankful for Ralph LaGuardia and the people of Fairfield Presbyterian in Pensacola, Florida, who welcome me on one Sunday a year. I'm, I'm so thankful to call you brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm thankful for the brothers across the denomination who warmly welcomed me, both online and in person, as we've met over the years, including legends of the faith like O. Palmer Robertson, Fred Greco, Brad Isbell, Job DeLomba, Seth and Zoe Miller, Zach Groff, Sean and Sarah Morris, Stephen Spinnenweber, Joshua Torrey, Jared Nelson, just to name a few. Is the, is the PCA perfect? No. But I'm also thankful to be a part of a group of brothers and sisters working to make it better while maintaining unity. So it's easy to walk away today when you disagree instead of staying and working. But it shouldn't be that way. And I pray that Christ is glorified in the work of his imperfect people and that he will be faithful to grow and mature his church. Although I'm slightly older than the PCA, I share David Strain's thoughts. 
and he wrote, No doubt the PCA 850 still has a long way to go as we strive to be faithful to the scriptures, true to the Reformed faith, and obedient to the Great Commission. As our motto says, There are differences of opinion among us on the nature of the church's mission. We still must learn how best to welcome, reflect, and celebrate the rich diversity and ethnicity, culture, and experience found in the communities we seek to reach for Christ. Like other evangelicals, we're struggling to respond effectively to growing biblical illiteracy, pragmatism, progressivism, and Christian nationalism. But on the cusp of 50 myself, I rejoice over the PCA at 50, a confessional, connectional, missional church with whom Christ, the King and Head of the Church, is far from finished. Amen to that. And that last bit that David Strain said really drives me in this podcast again. Thank you, those of you who have tuned in, downloaded these episodes, listened. But I need you to help me. I have a ton of great content coming your way in 2024. We're going to start hearing from brothers outside of the PCA. But obviously the PCA being the largest of the NAPARC denominations in Texas is probably going to dominate this podcast just by the nature of things. But we have a number of guests for you, a number of topics for you that will be wonderfully edifying for you, for the church. And we pray that the Lord will use my voice to spur on the church in whichever, whatever way I can. I don't really have big, grand ideas that this is going to be some remarkable thing. I just really hope to have some honest conversations about the church and see what the Lord is going to do with it. That you will take this podcast, use it for God's glory. Like and share. Again, tell your elders, tell your officers, tell your fellow churchmen, tell your neighbor. You hear they're looking for a church. They're moving to a new city. You don't know. They don't know anything about it. Might have a podcast episode on a church that they might look to attend in the future. That's the kind of thing we're hoping to do. Get to know a minister, a member, an officer before they get there. Going on vacation down in Corpus Christi. Hey, might have an opportunity to hear from a pastor in Corpus Christi. Send going to send your child to Aggie Land. Let's put you in touch with a good church. Get to know a pastor there before you ever set foot on campus. How wonderful that would be for parents to know the men who are going to shepherd their children in college. You're going to move to West Texas. Got a new job. We can put you in touch with churches. Lubbock, Midland, Amarillo and so forth. That's the idea. Again, this is in the Lord's hands. I just pray that you would take seriously the opportunity we have through this medium to share these episodes. So I do thank you for your time today, and uh, new episodes, real episodes, will return first Tuesday of January, January 2nd, 2024. And with that, we will see you in the new year. To God be the glory.